be willing to be the villain of the systems that are at play because the systems that are at play suck. Be willing to be a bad bitch, but make it heart forward. Hello and welcome to the Unlearning Podcast, a show about heart-forward bad bitchery, taking up space, and unapologetic self-expression. I'm your host, Jenna Slaughter. I'm an embodiment coach, a heart-forward business coach, speaker, and facilitator of healing. And every other week, I'm going to bring you a topic that's going to light you up, it's going to help you heal, and help you embody the purpose that you know deep down you are really here for. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Okay, this one's got me really stoked and nervous, and I've been feeling some resistance towards it because I keep tweaking it, which tells me that I just need to get it out to you. And this is heart forward bad bitchery defined. Okay, this is the framework that I am using to help guide my day-to-day decisions, okay? This is what this whole chapter is all a fucking about. If you followed me on Instagram, you've heard me talk about Heart Forward all the time. But you see that like Heart Forward Bad Bitchery, that is a new thing in this phase of my life. So I wanted to define that for you so you can start to use this framework for yourself as well. Okay, so a little bit of background as far as how Heart Forward became my like anchor mantra for life. It was actually when I hired my first coach. I made like my first big investment into one-on-one coaching and I did a six-month container and I was so worried about failing. Like this was right after I had gotten laid off. It was in the middle of COVID and I was trying to make a coaching business work for me. And I had put so much pressure on myself to have 10K months in three months and um, all of these like pie in the sky things that you see these anomalies all over Facebook about how people, you know, took the leap with ease, blah, blah, blah. Now they're making a million dollars every year. Like I'm really happy for you and I'm glad that that works out. Um, for me, it put me into a fucking pressure cooker. I was so, I was so geared up. It was so much anxiety and fear. And it, it forced me to examine my beliefs around, um, my productivity being related to my value, um, my relationship with failure, my relationship with, um, embracing the process versus just the outcome. It also really heart forward, heart forward caused me to lean into the service and the impact that I wanted to make instead of being stuck in my ego and the worries about like failing and etc. Like that's really is an egoic, it's a fear-based thing versus being connected with the impact I wanted to make. So heart forward, that mantra helped me just put things out and know that if it's from my heart and it is pure and it is to help serve an impact that I will be compensated in the long run. It may not be in this immediate exchange, but that's okay. We are trying to break out of this hyper-capitalistic structure and society that we're living in. I mean, how we're making a, the unlearning podcast right now. <laughs> so then the bad bitch. <laughs> that is a bit of a reclamation piece for me. 
If I could have a dollar for every time I was called a bitch in a derogatory way, especially by men, I would be rich. And I'm just taking that back. And heart forward bad bitch is like, it's alchemy. The sheer act of honoring yourself as a multifaceted human as you are is a radical just like fuck you to the current structures of power. Structures that I might add are rooted in exploitation of both people and resources. So yeah, sometimes we're going to be too loud. Sometimes we are going to be too self-honoring. Sometimes we are going to be too advocate for change and therefore we will be labeled bad or bitchy. And I am okay with that and I hope that you are too. I want to talk about the actual framework. There's an acronym that I'll go by one by one. And then I have like, what does this lead to? Like starting to actually embody these values. What does this open up in your life? So that's where we're going in this episode. And I'm so fucking stoked to hear how you use this. I think I'm going to make a graphic or some kind of download with this laid out for you so you can have that as a printable option to help support you. Um, I'm not sure if that will be up by the time that this airs on Monday. So if so, I am so very sorry. Please get on the email list and I will send that out to everyone on there. Um, okay. Heart Forward, H-E-A-R-T, stands for H is human first. E is empathetic for others and the collective. A is for awareness of intersectionality and trauma. R is radically self-expressive. And T is trusting in the co-creation. And I'm going to go into each of those one by one now. All right, first up, human first. This is about being kinder to yourself in your limitations and being kinder in your self-talk. And yes, I'm adding myself on that one right now, okay? <laughs> As humans, so here's this next piece. As humans, we are inevitably imperfect beings. Like we are going to fuck up. Like that's part of the lessons that we're here. Like it's a not matter of if, it's a matter of when. So the like whenever that is a thing in life, if it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, then we need to figure out how we can be hardier um, to those experiences or how we can navigate them with more ease. So we can use the failures as data or opportunities for self-compassion. And when you do this, a absolute radical shift occurs. When you can start seeing failures as, hey, that means I'm trying. That means I'm making progress. Then the, so much becomes easier in your business, in a project, your creative endeavors. Like you can fall in love with the process and not just the outcome. The next piece of human first is having radical self-acceptance of your capacity or not before a like business, project, anything. And what I 
really appreciate here is this holds your like people pleasing to the fire when you really realize that your capacity allows you to have more to give to others and that people pleasing and over giving on your energy is actually not kind because it impacts your ability to show up for yourself and other people. Once you make that connection, like really make that connection, you can't unsee it. And saying no becomes easier and easier over time. And here's that fickle part is that our needs as humans are ever shifting. And our job is to stay radically present with the sensations both physical and mental. Like your body is incredibly intelligent and is always communicating with you, but are you listening? Same things goes for emotionally. Where do those sensations live in our body? That's that connection, that balance right there. So like emotionally, are you making space for journaling, doing like shadow work, internal, like inner child work, generational trauma work. These are ways to really heal and, and make space for that healing to come through. And I feel like I have been harping on business, but that is because it is fucking important. Our current business landscape does not hold space for people that are neurodivergent, people that are queer, people that are black, people that are non-binary or trans, indigenous, any people of color, um, dif- uh, disabled folks, fat folks. Like it does not take that into account. It is made for a very small margin. So that's why I'm kind of harping on business and such under this human first category. But businesses are merely extensions of ourselves. They cannot be disconnected from our human experience. That's including our trauma, mental illnesses, lived experiences, our privilege, and our marginalizations. These are not separatable. So like, Our business, your business, is just an extension of you. And I'm giving you permission right now to show up as your multifaceted self because people love you for your humanness, not your superhumanness. And your life experience, my friend, informs the work that you're doing. It's inseparable. So when I started to think of my business as basically a playground and ever learning process for radical authenticity, things became so much easier. And by easier, I mean less strugglesome because, you know, it's not inherently easy. I'm not going to be one of those coaches that's going to give you all of the woo without really holding the humanness and really holding the intersectionality and the the true nature that a lot of us grew up in, which is that there's not a lot of resources to do things with. So embodying heart forward bad bitchery first step is human first, holding space for all that 3D yummy, yummy goodness, the sensations, good, bad, and ugly, because my sweet friend, I see so much shit online about this good vibes only, but the human experience is a package deal. There's good, bad, ugly. Like we don't get, I told you this before, like we don't get to decide what shit comes to our door. Like what part of the package did we sign up for when we were coming here? Um, Because it's both good and bad. We don't get to just have one. So holding space for that, holding space for our limitations. Number two, 
is it empathetic for others and the collective? So when I'm thinking of making a new offer or if I'm thinking of doing posting anything, it can be as big or as little, but that service-based mindset that I talked about earlier, is it helping people expand their consciousness, heal, or learn something new? If you ask yourself that, and the answer is yes, it's going to help them learn something new. It's going to inspire them. It's going to help them raise their awareness about something. Then it's empathetic to share. You just never know when somebody is also struggling with the thing that you are dealing with too. And there's a beautiful space in time when you share bits of vulnerability and people see you in that and go, oh my God, thank you. I have been feeling that way too. And I just like, I just needed somebody to say it. We have these social scripts that it's like, hey, how you doing? Good, you, good, you. We're, we're asking, but we don't actually want to know the answer. We're not actually wanting to give the answer because it would break that social script. And what I'm telling you is the world needs more real And it is empathetic to other people to be real. It is empathetic to the collective to help them raise their consciousness and learn something new. It is helpful for the collective for you to share your story. All right, that brings us to A. So we had H, human first, E, empathetic for the collective. So is it service-minded? And A is awareness of intersectionality and trauma. This one kind of loops back with empathetic for others and the collective because if something is with the collective in mind, it is inherently intersectional. In true heart-forward embodiment, like we are recognizing that our point of view is highly shaped by our social conditioning and our position at which we see the world. Like our society is steeped in colonial institutions and systems of oppression at the detriment of the planet at large. And the thing with this intersectionality piece is that privilege isn't just like an on and off switch. Like they don't cancel each other out. They simply inform the place that we view and operate the world from. Privilege doesn't equal you had a charmed life, but it means at a very simplified level that you're getting to learn about oppression from other sources instead of having to experience it in real time. Perfect example here, I am queer, non-binary, and from a lower socioeconomic status. And I'm also white, I'm able-bodied, And I'm straight-sized. So I have seen myself in media growing up depicted in a positive light. I am less likely to face violence from the police. I have an easier time getting jobs because I am able-bodied. And um, straight-sized meaning I have seen myself represented in media. And it is easier going to be easier, less of a challenge for me to find clothing and express myself in a way that feels really good. So as you see, it's much less like an on-off switch and more like this messy matrix where you're like, 
can go left, right, up, down, forward, back, et cetera, et cetera. And that's just like where you view the world on things. There are going to be inherent blind spots that I'm going to have because I am white. So my job is to hold as much awareness as I can for the places that I hold this privilege and listen to the people that are impacted by that oppressive system that we have in our society. And same for you. Like, I encourage you in order to be able to uphold this ideal, you need to get very real with the privileges that you do hold and whether what we are doing is walking in full awareness of that intersectionality. And this is an ideal, right? Like, this isn't something that we are going to be able to do all of the time because guess what at the top? We're human first. We are inherently imperfect. So as I also talked about earlier about the failure and the if and when, this is where this comes into play. If I really can recognize my privilege and hold that they come with inherent blind spots, and then I know that there are going to be times where even despite all my best efforts, despite all of my unlearning and all of my like deconstructing of society in my brain, I'm still going to have blind spots and I'm still going to mess up. So my job is to be able to hold accountability and learn when I do. And that's your job as well, is to raise awareness, to try to minimize those blind spots, but recognize that they are always going to be there because you do benefit from that privilege. You are seeing things from a different point in the matrix, if you will. So the second part of A, awareness of intersectionality and trauma, is recognizing where your trauma and baggage from childhood is playing out in your current reality. Whenever there is trauma, there was a trauma response. There was like a thing that our body and brain did to try to protect you from that happening again or had to create as a way to cope with the trauma if it was ongoing. And bringing awareness to that. And again, this is an ideal. We're not going to always be able to be at our peak of awareness with ourselves all of the time, but this is an awesome thing to be able to embody as much as you can and to be able to go through this framework even after an argument and say like, hey, how was my trauma playing into that? Did I get into a trauma response? How is my trauma leading to the current patterns and habits that I'm keeping right now? Now onto one of my favorite pieces of this acronym, radically self-expressive. So this is just all about authenticity, being authentic in the moment and expressing that, expressing what's on your heart. So when it comes to business-wise, like your business is just an extension of your inner workings. Like I said earlier, people love you for your humanness, not your superhumanness. And so like, I want you to really tap in and think about what are the pieces of you that you tend to want to hide. Those tend to, I'm so sorry, but those tend to be the key to the things that people really are going to resonate with you on. Think about the people that you follow on social media. Like, 
that you follow that really make you feel good, do they just show up in this like picture perfect-est way? Picture perfect-esque way. Wow, that's a word. Or do they show some of their flaws? Do they show up in their full humanness? Like the people that you really feel seen from, what is the commonality with them? And that's a good place for you to start your heart forward journey is showing up in your full humanness. And I'm not saying you need to like cry on your Instagram, but I am saying like if you deal with perfectionistic shit, own that. Because you never know who needs to see you. Who needs to see that and go, oh my God, yeah, same. Uh, and then you can start a connection from there and it's really beautiful. Basically, what you hide is hiding you from the people that want to see you. The people who need that energy of yours. The people who are just waiting for you to show up and start embodying your deeper purpose. When you are radically self-expressive and you own all of your pieces, your energy becomes so fucking magnetic to the people that are around you. So let those people see you. Take off where it is that you are hiding and start expressing it. Own all of the pieces that you are. The last thing that I have on radically self-expressive when it comes to business is a quote from Marianne Williamson from The Law of Divine Compensation. And it is that one of the most positive transitions you can make is from viewing your work as a job to viewing it as a calling. So you just need to show up and stop hiding yourself. That's all. Thank you. And on to the last one. And this one may be the most spiritual out of them, but it is trusting in the co-creation. Hear me out. Stay with me, my dear sweet Petunia. Putting love first means knowing that the universe is supporting you. And then by universe, I mean all living creatures, energy, we could get into the science behind it, but I'm, I don't have the time today, okay? If we, if we want to get into that, we will later on, but not today. <laughs> the, the universe is supporting you in creating the good things that are on your heart. The things that are coming from your soul whispers. Part of being heart forward is trusting that those have a meaning. They have a deeper purpose. Like they are, they are part of your purpose as to why you are here. And here's the thing and how this ties into the bad bitchery is even the act of trusting your intuition, trusting your soul whispers, trusting that you have a deeper purpose on your heart is a deviation from what we were taught growing up. Especially if you grew up in a strict religious household. Like, in fact, the message there is usually to not trust your inner compass. You trust the book and the rules in there. So in summary, here are the ideals for Heart Forward. Is it human first? Is it empathetic for others in the collective? Is it aware of intersectionality and trauma? Is it radically self-expressive of where I am now? And is it trusting in co-creation? Now let's get to the last piece of Heart Forward bad bitchery. So a Heart Forward bad bitch stands in their power, speaks their truth, lives their deeper purpose, and embraces their humanness. And they are so committed to unlearning all of the ways they've been told to stay small. This leads to less perfectionism and more messy action. 
It leads to more fun, more inspiration, more play, more juiciness, more taking up space, growth in business, more imperfect posts with grammar er errors because you were so inspired that you couldn't type fast enough. Or podcasts with minor editing errors because you just can't help but get it out to the people because you just need this medicine in their ears. Heart Forward Living will have you creating content that has you like sitting and just fucking chuckling to yourself while you're content planning because you realize that your future posts are just so fucking on point, funny, and like kind of calling your past self out. <laughs> These principles will have you setting boundaries, saying no, and reallocating your time towards what fills up your cup. Heart-forward living will have you being kinder to yourself and your humanness and make you more resilient to failure. It'll have you aligning your day-to-day -day with the bigger picture that you want versus what you've settled for in the past. So it has you embodying that if you have something on your heart that it is your solemn duty to tell people about it so healing and unlearning and the whole reason why we are doing this is both a systemic a, like a collective liberation as well as an individual liberation as we unlearn the conscious and the subconscious biases we can create a world that is more equitable and just the sheer act of wanting that is a problem for the people that are in power. And you will get pushed back. And that's okay. Be willing to be the villain of the systems that are at play because the systems that are at play suck. Be willing to be a bad bitch. Make it heart forward. We use this heart forward framework in my coaching containers as well as a slew of other modalities at our disposal, like human design, inner child work, somatic healing, breath work, NLP, did I say human design? <laughs> All with the goal of helping you shed the layers and start operating from your core fucking desires. Put that heart forward. You can book a no-cost connection call to see what support options are best for you. I have a whole customer journey that you can check out. Details are in the coaching tab of my website. As a reminder, I am offering a bonus hour of coaching just for you, my sweet unlearners, that sign up for a six-month container this month, April of 2022. So just let me know that you are an unlearner and I will get you sorted. This is valid only this month. We did it. We finally actually defined heart forward bad bitchery and I'm really stoked and I'm also super fucking proud. If this resonated for you and is serving you in any ways, please leave me a review. I really love looking at those. Share it with a friend. The downloads mean the world to me to be able to get this impact to the people that need it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And until next time, keep on learning.